to these kids. I'm Rose and I'm Zara and together we're presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today. Each week we cover top stories across world news, politics, science, technology, entertainment and arts. Hello, it's Zara here with a final episode of News Kids before the winter break. This week we'll be talking about the famous football player Diego Maradona and we'll be updating you on the latest news on the US presidency. We will also be talking about a metal monolith and the Chinese spacecraft to the moon. Finally, we'll be reviewing the movie Jingle Jangle which is out now on Netflix. This week, there's some very sad news. Diego Maradona, who is often thought of as one of the greatest footballers of all times, died at the age of 60 of a heart attack. His death led to mourning around the world, especially in Argentina, where he was from. Three days of national mourning were announced in Argentina following his death. Maradona was captain when Argentina won the 1986 World Cup and he scored the famous Hands of God goal against England in the quarterfinals. It was a tight match, and England's goalkeeper rushed to punch the ball, but Maradona jumped and used his hand to touch it into the empty net. The referee failed to spot the handball, and the goal was awarded. When he was challenged afterwards for cheating, Maradona said that it was a goal scored a little with the head of Maradona and a little with the hand of God. The match ended with Maradona scoring a second goal too, which is also very famous as he dribbled through most of the England team and the Argentinian team eventually went on to win the whole tournament. Maradona was born in 1960 and by the age of 16 he had made his debut for an Argentinian top division side called the Argentinos Juniors. He then moved to Europe to play for the Spanish team Barcelona in 1982 and then onto an Italian side Napoli. Each club had to pay record fees for Maradona to join them. He had so many fans that he could never leave his house without a crowd of people gathering outside. Despite being so popular and successful, Maradona had a few problems with drugs and alcohol as he struggled to deal with being one of the best players in the world. His death has led to tributes from all over the world. The former England football player, Harry Lineker, said that he was, by some distance, the best player of my generation and arguably the greatest of all time. Hi, it's Rose here with the latest news on the new US presidency. Nearly three weeks after the presidential election was won by Joe Biden, Mr. Trump finally agreed to allow the formal transition process to begin, although he still refuses to admit defeat. This means the handover of power to the Biden administration can now get underway, which is important because it means Mr. Biden can now receive the presidential daily brief, an update on international threats and developments, and can now access key government resources and millions of dollars in funds. Last week, he named six key posts in his administration, including his picks for Secretary of State and National Security Advisor. He is set to choose more staff, including his economic team, this week. In a Thanksgiving speech on Wednesday, Mr Biden aimed to reconcile differences across the nation and address the challenge of the COVID-19 pandemic 
saying, It's divided us, angered us, set us against one another. I know the country's grown weary of the fight, but we need to remember we're at war with the virus, not one another. He urged Americans to modify their Thanksgiving celebrations and avoid meeting in large groups, as case numbers of the virus continue to increase quickly all over the country. More than 260,000 Americans have now died with the virus, and the largest number of any country in the world, according to a report from John Hopkins University. Mr. Biden will formally take over the presidency on 20th January in an inauguration ceremony, which also marks the end of Mr. Trump's term as president. Hello, this is Ida. This week, a strange metal monolith was discovered in the Utah desert by a helicopter crew of wildlife officials who were counting sheep during a flyover of a remote southeastern area of Utah. The monolith had been planted in the ground between Red Rock and was about 3.6 metres tall. Nobody knows how this monolith got there, but you know that there are movies where black monoliths created by an unseen alien species appear. The Utah Department of Public Safety Aero Bureau released images of the metal object in a news release last week and said that they would determine if they needed to investigate further. The department said it is illegal to install a structure or art without authorization on federally managed public lands, no matter what planet you're from. So far, no one has claimed responsibility for installing it, but most people think it must be an installation left by a sculptor. I wonder whether it is artwork or it is artwork by aliens. Hi, it's Laurie here. China has launched an ambitious mission to bring back material from the moon's surface for the first time in more than 40 years. The spacecraft Chani 5, named after the Chinese moon goddess, took off from the Wenchang Launch Center last week. The mission's main task is to drill two metres beneath the moon's surface and scoop up about two kilograms of rocks. The materials will then be moved to the return capsule to be hauled back to Earth. This would offer the first opportunity for scientists to study rocks from the moon since the American and Russian missions of the 1960s and the 1970s. It's hoped the samples will help scientists find out more about the moon's origin and how it was formed. The mission is among China's boldest since it first put man in space in 2003, becoming only the third nation to do so after the US and Russia. The entire mission is scheduled to take around 23 days according to the China National Space Administration with the moon landing due to take place in roughly 8 days. Hi, it's Rose here. I'm really excited this week to share our review of the new festive movie Jingle Jangle which was released on Netflix earlier this month. Watching it was such a great way to start the holiday season. So, what's it all about? It's definitely not your usual Christmas movie. It's a musical and a magical story about a genius toy maker.
filmmaker called Geronicus Jangle, whose creations delight children and adults alike. But he has to learn to invent again after his greatest creation and his career are stolen by his apprentice. The story focuses around Geronicus's granddaughter, who is called Journey, and is about how she helps her grandfather to overcome his challenges. I won't give away too much of the plot, but it's a really fun movie. There is lots of singing and dancing, and it reminded me of the other great musical films, like The Greatest Showman and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It's inspiring too, as it's about a strong female character and her love of maths and inventions. What did you think about it, Zara? I found it really fascinating that this man had changed from the greatest inventor of all time to a pawnbroker who didn't even really care about his family. This just shows what you can and cannot accomplish and that you have to believe it to accomplish it. And you, Laurie? Yes, Rose. I really did enjoy Jingle Jungle because it's a very nicely made film and it's got lots of great special effects. What did you think about it, Isa? I liked Jingle Jangle because there was this really great inventor and his granddaughter came to stay. And the granddaughter could do anything that the inventor did. And the inventor had this theory that if you believe something really strongly, you could do it. And at the end of the movie, that the theory was true. I do really like the idea that if you believe something really strongly, it will happen. Thank you, Isa. That's really interesting. That brings us to the end of our episode this week. And this is, as I said earlier, our last episode before the new year. I'm really looking forward to the break. Isa and I will be spending it here enjoying the wonderful winter weather in the UAE. This really is the best time of the year to be here. What are you most looking forward to, Rose? I'm really looking forward to having a rest after such a busy term. I'm also looking forward to seeing some family I haven't seen for a very long time. What about you, Laurie? I'm most looking forward to spending time at home and enjoying Christmas. And you, Isa? I'm looking forward to going to Russell Kramer in the winter holidays because there's going to be a pool and I love swimming. Thank you, everyone. That's all for now. We hope you all have a wonderful break and join us again for our next episode on the 11th of January 2021.